0: That it all comes down to harnessing the power of comparison and not falling victim to it. What you choose to focus on is either going to empower you or ruin you, lift you or hold you back. It's either going to motivate you or depress you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money. Today, we're going to talk about making your surroundings work for you. Now, there is a real danger, but also an awesome benefit to being surrounded by people who are making more money than you or being surrounded by people who are doing, quote, better than you. And this whole conversation that I'm really excited to have with you right now, it stems from a study that I read in this book that I'm reading right now called The Gratitude Diaries by Janice Kaplan. Now, this is, if you're an avid listener, you'll notice this is the second time that I've mentioned this book. So there's a clue. It must be a really good book, right? And anyway, there's a point in this book that basically states that we all judge our financial well-being against our neighbors, friends, and surroundings. Whoa. Simple but impactful. Let me repeat this. We all judge our financial well-being against our neighbors, friends, and surroundings. So, for example, if we make a hundred grand a year, and we live on a street where all your neighbors seem to make around seventy-five thousand dollars a year, you feel really good about your financial position. Now, the good thing about that is you feel good. The bad thing about that is you may not be tapping into the abundance that really is there waiting for you. Now, if you make that same $100,000 and live on a street where all your neighbors average, let's say, $150,000 or $200,000, now you feel bad about your financial position. And this all comes down to comparison and intentionality. What are you doing with comparison? Are you letting it hurt you or are you making it work for you? And what is your intentionality behind leveraging your surroundings to put yourself in a better position. I mean, when I read this, you guys, this made my whole mind explode with so many lessons I wanted to share you. But that's the big one. It all comes down to comparison. What are we allowing it to do? And intentionality. So let me take this a step further. When I read this, I realized it really underlines the importance of a gratitude practice. And you know, I've always had one for a long time. I talk about it on here a lot. But it really underlies the importance of taking inventory of what you do have. The importance of awareness of how fortunately you are, not what you're missing. I mean, your very overall feeling of well well being goes up when you have a gratitude practice. Your very well, your your, your overall well being is dependent. Upon you having a good gratitude practice. Do you know how many things that I am fortunate to have that I forget that I have unless they enter into my gratitude practice? Therefore, it's like they don't exist at all. And if they don't exist at all in my mind, in my awareness, well, then I'm not being grateful for them. I'm not realizing how fortunate or how wealthy I actually am, how good of a position I actually am in. And so taking an accounting of what you do have instead of just relying on this unconscious accounting of what you don't have is one of the biggest changes you can ever make in your life. Our very happiness, our pride, our confidence on a daily basis, it depends heavily on this. I mean, left unchecked, left unchecked, this can be a very dangerous spiral. Let me tell you a story. I personally know a woman awesome woman, freaking love this person. But I know a woman who makes about 300 grand a year as a household. Now, I consider that a great income. I don't know about you, but I consider 300 grand a year a damn good income. This girl also takes good care of her money. So not only does she make a good income, but she lives responsibly. And at any given time, she has around $100,000 saved. So at any given time, she's got 100 grand in savings, in investments that she can tap into. Now, most people listening right now would consider this to be a very desirable life, a very fortunate position to be in. I would imagine 9 out of 10, if not 19 out of 20 of you listening right now are saying, hey, that's a damn good life. I'll take 300 grand a year and $100,000 saved at any given time. But here's the thing. This girl constantly makes jokes about always being broke. Constantly has fear around money, constantly feels like she's behind, and even, dare I say, feels like she's losing, feels like she's failing, feels like she's not enough. Now, how can this be? She makes 300 grand a year, has 100 grand in the bank. I'll tell you, she's always hanging around people that are seven figure earners. She's always hanging around this entrepreneurial pool. Where everyone's like motivated and doing big things. Which you know I believe is a good thing. But when left unchecked, her perspective is making it a bad thing. She lives in a city where it has one of the highest costs of living in the whole United States. So fortunate to be in that neighborhood, but it makes her feel broke. She's surrounded by people who desire more and more. And they're going out, they're chasing it. Now here's the deal. It's not her surroundings that are causing this. It's where she's focusing that causes this. She's focusing on what she doesn't have compared to all these other people in her life instead of focusing on what she does have, including these very people in her life that could actually help her get to where she wants to go. She's using comparison To feel like she's losing instead of using it for feel and inspiration to find that next level. I know for a fact that this woman does not have a good or consistent gratitude practice. I know because I've asked her and she says it. She's probably just a few good habits away from a big perspective shift. And one that would shift her attitude From one of feeling like a loser to one of feeling like she's so fortunate and in this place of advantage. And when you feel like you're fortunate and in this place of advantage, then guess what you do? You take action. You take advantage of these advantages. Next, when I read this line, go back to the original point where I said that we judge ourselves against our neighbors, friends and surroundings. The next thought as I read this that came to me was that, whoa, you can totally use this to your advantage if you choose to do so with intention. Matter of fact, I see it every single year in my elite mastermind. Let me tell you another story. Each year, 75% of my elite mastermind is made up of seven-figure earners or multiple seven-figure earners. Seems to be a lot of people in there that are just over a million, just over 2 million. 75% seventy five percent of the room is seven figure earners, but the minimum to get in is all you have to do is be on pace to be making five hundred thousand dollars in the year that you join so that means that a lot of a lot of times someone joins where they made four hundred grand last year, and it's very logical that they're on pace to make five hundred grand this year, therefore they're allowed to squeak into the mastermind and every year there's been about One quarter of the room, or every year, there's been about 10 people out of the 40 who join who just came off a year like I just described. They're making 400 grand a year, 450 grand a year, maybe they just squeaked over 500. And because of their trajectory, they are allowed into the mastermind. And these individuals making the 400 to 500 grand a year, they always seem to have been making that same amount for the past two or three years. Maybe they went up 5%, maybe they went up 10% for all intents and purposes, they're kind of stuck at that four to 500 grand over the last few years. Not a bad place to be stuck, by the way. But here's what happens when they get into the mastermind. It always starts, every mastermind starts with a one-on-one strategy session where I get on Zoom with them and we map out their goals. And all too often, they tell me that their goal is to go from 400 grand to 750,000 this year. Or to go from 500,000 to 800,000. You know, they think that because they're joining the mastermind, that we're going to lock arms and we're going to find a path to 50% or 60% growth. And rightfully so, by the way, they shouldn't be investing in a mastermind that doesn't help them do that. Now, here's the crazy thing that happens every year, the seven figure earners that get into the mastermind, at the end of the year, their income seems to go up. By around twenty-five to fifty percent. In other words, the person making a million, they end up making 1.25 or 1.3. And the person who's making two million, they they jump to 2.5. And hey, that's 25 to 50% growth. That's really dang good. Companies should be excited over that. But the six-figure earners that squeak in the ones who, who squeeze their way into that room because they were just making just over 400 grand and they're on trajectory to make that 500 grand to get in the room. Instead of hitting 750 or 800 like they wanted in the beginning, they find explosive growth. They're the ones that go from 400,000 to a million or from 500,000 to 1.2 million or 1.3 million. No joke, this happens every year because we harness the power of comparison, and we harness the power of intention in a healthy way. They get into this room with all these $1 million earners, $2 million earners, $3 million earners. And because that's the new street that they live on, to go back to my earlier example, they suddenly buy into a new reality, a new possibility. They suddenly raise their expectations of not only what's possible but what's realistic and that's why they have the 100% growth the 150% growth while the seven figure earners are only growing at you know 25 or 50% now if i'm being fair there's always a sad twist to this story as well every year there seems to be somebody who this does not happen to every year there's somebody in the mastermind who ends up more like the person that I described much, much earlier. And they get into this room full of seven-figure earners and they squeak their way in and they're on a trajectory to to pass the $500,000 minimum to get in. And when they get into this room full of everybody's businesses exploding, and when they get into this room full of high earners, they suddenly see themselves as failing. They suddenly see themselves as somehow they're not growing fast enough. And I hate freaking seeing this every single year. It breaks my heart. But somewhere along the way, they buy into a story that they're not good enough, or they're not fast enough, or they're not talented enough, or that they don't fit in. Because comparison is harming them. And we know that this is not the truth. No one gets in that room unless they deserve to be in that room. But it's where they're focusing. It's where they're concentrating. Now, all in all, what a massive success story, right? The seven-figure earners, they grow 25 or 50%. The six-figure earners they will double or triple their income. But if there was a way to save that that one person that gets in every year from focusing on the wrong things and sabotaging their growth, man, I would do anything it took to save them from that pain. And if you just heard this story, and you said, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm the one that would get in there and get inspired. I'm the one that would get in there and double my business. I'm the one that it would propel me to a new level by living on this new street. And I want you to text me the word elite to 310-421-0416 or just go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind because you're the one that'll get in, get in here and have that explosive growth. But if you're the one that said, oh, I'd get into that room and it would scare me and I I would sabotage, then it's you who I did this episode for. It's you who I want to remind that it all comes down to harnessing the power of comparison and not falling victim to it. What you choose to focus on is either going to empower you or ruin you, lift you, or hold you back. It's either going to motivate you or depress you. It's either going to push you forward at a speed that you have never experienced before, or it's going to cause you to stop in your tracks. And the damn catch is this. It's that we're pre-wired to compare ourselves and see what we're missing instead of what we do have. And the catch is that sadly, by default, we see where we are inadequate instead of focusing on where we have advantages. This power of intention, of perspective, it will either work in your favor and give you the freaking life of your dreams, or sadly, like the woman I told you about who's making 300 grand a year. If left to default without the right intention and practices in place, it'll ruin you and make you sad. So choose your perspective wisely. Choose your actions wisely. Choose your habits wisely. Have a gratitude practice of taking inventory each and every single day of what you do have, what you are capable of, instead of only seeing what you don't. Because if you choose wisely, Oh, that's when the money flows to you. And when good people just like you make good money, you can then do great things. We've got about 20 to 25% of the elite mastermind spots open. If you heard this story and you said, damn it, I'm going to get in that room and I'd be that person that doubles my income, then I want you to text me the word elite. E-L-I-T-E. Text me the word elite to 310 421 zero four one six or go to for forward slash mastermind and fill out that application. I cannot freaking wait to do my one-on-one strategy session with you, do my one-on-one coaching calls with you each month, to get together with you in person a couple of times this year along with everybody else, and to have you tap into the power of exchanging ideas in a room full of people who are lifting you up. Text the word elite to three one zero four two one zero four sixteen or go to for the love forward slash mastermind. And no matter who you are, no matter what you do next, do this. Choose to make your surroundings work for you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me.